A one, a two. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. I've got a strong mocker today. Oh, good one. <laughs> a strong mocker. Oh, yeah. It's entirely necessary. When you say... And that's strong on the coffee, not strong on the chocolate. <laughs> when you say strong, do you mean regular or do you mean you asked for strong? What I actually mean is that it's not weak. Yeah. So you mean a regular coffee? <laughs> yep. That's what I mean, actually. All right. Great. Let me rephrase. I have a not weak mocha today. Not weak mocha. All right, we are remote recording. Why, you ask? Because this is the first week out of lockdown in New South Wales after four months. So why the hell would we be remote recording? Gem, tell the people. Tell the people why we're doing this. Well, as luck would have it, Iggy's daycare has closed down due to a case of COVID. Ah! The joys, the joys, and it timed up beautifully. <laughs> Didn't it? With everything opening up. The first weekend... Out of lockdown, everyone's celebrating, everyone's having barbecues, the weather was mint, it was good vibes all around, and I was sitting at home with my 21-month-old. Great. All the joy. (laughs) So you're not allowed to leave the house? Not allowed to leave the house. So to give you a little bit more context, it's a bit of a weird lockdown because the child who tested positive with COVID is in a completely different section of the daycare to Iggy. Okay, that's great. Up until this point, we as a collective family have each been tested for COVID three times. Okay. So yesterday was day 10 of lockdown, so it was our third test, and we're all negative. And every childcare worker and family at the daycare has also been testing and there has not been a single transmission. Oh, thank God. I feel like maybe the vaccines have something to do with that. Even though Iggy technically isn't a close contact because he's not in the preschool room, he's literally at the other end of the daycare, they're being extra precautious and they've just blanket shut down the whole daycare and pretty much forced every family into lockdown. However, this is where it gets complicated. Exceptions have been made whereby Rafa and my husband, for example... Don't have to isolate. What? Yes. Me, as Iggy's nominated parent, it was a conversation I had with my hubs. I am in isolation with just Iggy, so we've been separating as a family. Oh, my God. We had to prove that we could all sleep in separate bedrooms and you have separate bathrooms. Anyway, it's been the most epic do-si-do. And on top of this, you know that I've been launching my Photography 101 course. The timing could not be worse. I sat at home on the weekend pretty much wanted to cry because I had I missed out on a birthday party and hosting my sister-in-law's birthday party and it was just shit. Yeah. I'm just I'm going to have a woe is me indulge in it moment, but it fucking sucked. Yeah, we've been in this for 4 months and there was light at the end of the tunnel and a date set and it was like it's coming, it's all over and it was literally like not for you guys. That's correct. It's funny because people, our DLs might listen to this who follow me on Instagram and say, you've made no mention of this ISO on your Instagram. I haven't because I just didn't want to be policed online in any way, shape or form. And 
I have made this really hard decision to isolate exclusively with Iggy because I didn't want Rafa to have to isolate. I wanted her to still be able to go to daycare, to still be able to go out with my husband, to not be stuck in this house. She's a mountain goat, frother, climber, energy bunny. And I didn't want to do that to her, but I didn't also just didn't need prying eyes from everyone outside, not fully understanding the situation and the rules that we've been given by contact tracing New South Wales Health. I just could, I just don't have capacity yeah. for any external commentary. But the reason why I feel comfortable sharing this now is because we'll pretty much almost be out by the time this goes live. Yes. Oh my God. Don't have capacity is just like the whole vibe of life right now, isn't it? Like, (laughs) don't have capacity. So funny because like all I've wanted is to like get out of this lockdown and I have never been more tired than this week. Your school age kid is back at school. Yep. No more homeschooling. No more fucking home grueling. I feel like we need to celebrate this moment, Same. And this is the thing. I've been geeing myself up for this week when Isla goes back to school. And I feel like I need to have a major, like a week-long sleep to get over the last four months. Like, I'm free. Like, the kids are with their dad this week. All I have to do is focus on work and live my life. And I've never been more tired. (laughs) Like, I can't be helped. I hate myself. I'm so I'm so sick of myself. Like, what is the scenario in which I'm just like, you know what? Life's good. Like, I'm waiting for that. You own that whinge, girl. You own it. No, I think it's going to be fine. I think this is just day one for me because, like, even though lockdown ended a week ago, I had the kids solo for that week and was working full time. So it didn't feel like, oh, it's over because homeschool was still going on. For me, it still felt like lockdown last week, even though you could uh, go get a haircut or whatever. This is like week one. Um, I just need to readjust. Do you know what I didn't miss? And there's not a lot I didn't miss. Like, I, you know, when everyone's like, you know, when people say like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready to socialize. I'm like, fuck off. We've been whinging about this for months. Let us out. Let me out. Let me out. But the why hey, I was one of those people. I okay? know. I know. And everyone's like, maybe I've got a nurse. I'm going to go gently, gently. And I was like, not me. Out I go. Out I go into the world to be real again. But the one thing. I genuinely didn't miss was kids' birthday parties. Oh, what? I hate a kid's birthday party. Okay, I feel like we need to define the type of kid's birthday party. Any kind. Any kind of kid's birthday party. No, no, no. So you know the weekend that just went that I missed out on all the social occasions? One of them was a five-year-old's kid's birthday party. Okay. And I FOMO'd so hard. Why is that? Not having the opportunity to be there. Well, this is what I mean. There's kids parties and then there's kids parties. Yeah. This kids party was, yay, my five-year-old has her friends, but her friends happen to be the parents' friends. And so it was going to be a fun drinking affair rendezvous at their house. And there were friends coming from the East who I have not seen in a million years. Okay. And I'm sad. I'm sad for you about that. What I didn't miss about kids' birthday parties was like, you know, your Saturday sometimes is just peppered with, oh, at 11 a.m. we have to drop 
Isla at the gymnastics centre because there's a trampoline birthday party and that goes for an hour, so cool, hang around, get her. And then at three o'clock, she's got a surfing party. I mean, it sounds so spoiled, but like I don't love kids' birthday parties and how they kind of interrupt your weekend. So anyway, they're all okay, back with a vengeance because all that. these kids have been in lockdown and now it's like, oh, I get to have my party. And it's like, oh, do we have to? Do we have to? I don't want to make small talk with the dad I've met one time who I have nothing in common with except that our kids go to school and I got to stand there for an hour watching them do like a high ropes course making small talk and I don't want to Jim I don't want to do that all right Christmas Grinch yeah let's look back it's not Christmas Grinch (laughs) Revs I think you're suffering from the case of Lockie D hangover it sounds like yeah you're tired yeah. and you're over it. And even though you've got all your freedoms now, you're like, dude, I just need to take a really long nap. Yeah, yeah. And readjust, reacclimatize to this new world we're in. I didn't miss kids' birthday parties until I wasn't allowed to attend one. Yeah, I think it's like, it's different when there's like, it's your friends and the kids also happen to be friends. I'm talking about random school friends and I'm like, who's Chloe? Never heard of Chloe before in my life. Yeah. Who cares that Chloe's turning yep. seven? I have to go buy a gift and like get you somewhere at a certain time on a weekend. Yeah. The, the gift thing is exhausting and a struggle for sure. And the more your friends have kids, the more birthdays oh there God. are. And then your kids make their own friends and then they've got their daycare friends oh and no. then their family friends and then there's cousins. And I really admire the parents who are forward thinkers with gifts. Like I should do this. You just go to like a big W or a Target or something and just buy 20 Polly Pockets and put them in the cupboard or whatever and then just like wrap them up when it's someone's birthday. Everyone gets a fucking Polly Pocket. Everyone's happy, you know? It's not a bad idea. Maybe when there's like a big W toy sale or something, I can do that next time and just be a little organized because otherwise it's like, oh, I've got to pop down to the local news agent where everything's entry level 50 bucks. Listen to me whinging. I've wanted to be out of this for so long. <laughs> hey, I wasn't going to say it. Oh, my God. Anyway. I didn't need to say it. Look, you stopped yourself. Kids parties suck. I managed to not give Isla a birthday party this year because she was – her birthday is the day before lockdown ended. And I was like, oh, shame. Sorry, baby. <laughs> so she, we had one girlfriend of hers for a sleepover, and that was all I had to do. And I was very happy about it because I don't ever really want to have a kid's birthday party ever again. I bet she loved it, though. She loved it. Like, she had a great time. better than having your bestie sleep over at your house they got to drink pink lemonade they had popcorn they watched a movie they thought it was amazing so what time did they go to bed 10 uh, oh were they feral the next day uh, isla was yeah i mean i dropped elsa home so soz <laughs> but yeah I, isla was feral for like two days the sleepover hangover goes for days lordy me anyway what's something positive gem say something positive okay i've got something positive not COVID positive. <laughs> Something that made my week. Okay. Because, you know, I'm clutching <laughs> after the week I've had. Our DLs were very quick to point out that rainbow paddle pops are, in fact, caramel flavoured, not vanilla. As you so passionately pressed the point, you, my friend, are incorrect. And furthermore, one DL even took a photo of the packet, and apparently it says, in very small writing, caramel. Well, cite your source. I just don't believe it. Like, I want to see some hard evidence about this. Just because everyone... sound like an anti-vaxxer. Just because everyone comes out and says... I've literally given you a fact. What's the fact? And you've literally gone, no. (laughs) 
with pleasure. <laughs> with pleasure. But even when I show you the evidence, you'll be like, that's bullshit. They're squashing the truth. This is fake news. Fake. They're trying to make you believe it's caramel, but it's actually vanilla. Well, well, they're in cahoots with the owner of all of caramel globally and they're (laughs) filling their pockets. Look, I just, I've just been living a lie then. For my whole adult life, I thought that rainbow ice cream was vanilla with food coloring and if it's caramel, it's caramel. Fine guys, you win. I was wrong. Yes, you were. Yeah. Look, I'm happy to admit I'm wrong. I'm very happy to admit when I'm wrong. I think. Am I? <laughs> I'd like to be a person who's happy to admit when they're wrong. Open-minded. Yeah, it's a good way to be. It's a good way to be. It's a, it's a quality I really admire in others. So it's one I'm going to try to aspire to. Guys, thank you so much for educating me on the vanilla versus caramel <laughs> argument about paddle pops. I'm really grateful that you gently educated me by Throwing links in the Facebook group right in my face telling me I'm wrong. I really appreciate oh, God, it. I love the DLs in the Facebook group. I know. They are hands down my faves. They're passionate motherfuckers. They are the funniest motherfuckers. They're funnier oh, than way us. funnier. And the shit that they drop in the feed, it's just, it's a lull an hour. It is. It's a real roller coaster. Thank you. Great. I'm so glad that brought you some joy, my darling. <laughs> You're fucked up really situation. Did. In my fucked up situation, correct. So what, what's what been a highlight for you, Rev? We need to get you off this wind yes. and bandwagon. Okay. You can't be negative Nancy anymore. I'm forcing yep. you to be happy Harriet. Okay, <laughs> happy Harriet incoming. Well, we have a girls' lunch this weekend. You'll be out and free and able to come. I'm so pumped for it. I can't even begin to tell you. So exciting. We're all going to frock up. Hit the town. Are we going to frock oh, up? Well, I'm going to frock up. I've been waiting to frock okay. up for months. Tell me this. When you say frock yeah. up, I understand the frock part, but the bit that snags is the me up? is heels or no heels. Heels. Okay. All right. I don't know. It's a lunch. Sometimes I think rocking heels makes you a bit overdressed. Okay. Well, I mean, it's up to you. I feel like we're going into the roaring 20s now. Like we're coming out of all this loungewear and we're going to fully embrace dressing up. Frock the fuck up. Yeah, I'll frock the fuck up, but I might just rock a a slide. Look, I, that, yeah, that's fine. If you want to come from city, you come from city. I mean, hey, 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 hey. Since when does a slide mean from city? No, you're city? right. You can, of course, do a flat. Thank you. I shall. Personally, I've been thinking about my outfit for more six weeks. Well, I got my laser done last week. I got my Botox. I've had my nails done. I'm starting to come back to life a little bit. So I'm hoping it's all going to like kind of come together on the weekend. And I'm just going to have like a hot girl summer day. So the universe doesn't want me to have Botox. It's outrageous. So DLs, we finally had an appointment with our secret Botox, our not so secret Botox place. And of course, Jem's in ISO and she can't go to appointments. So I wasn't not going to go. You know, you could have done me a solid as a friend and not gone. Oh, I, you, you wanted me to be haggard for one day longer. <laughs> You're looking good. Well, girl. it hasn't quite. It I mean, quite... it's a bit blurry on the face. Yeah, now, it hasn't but... quite kicked in yet, but I'm, I'm starting to feel it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, do your work. It's so funny. The first time I got Botox, I was like, oh, I hate this feeling. It feels like I've got a face helmet on that I can't escape. I felt really trapped and quite claustrophobic. And now when I start to feel the post-it notes starting to stick to my face, I'm like, yes, yes, evil syrup. Do your work, elixir of life. <laughs> Go to work on me. Make me look 16 again. Oh. You do look 16 again. Thank you. It's working. Thank you. I'm here to tell Thank you. Thank you. 
Well, I'm, you know, coming out into society. Lockdown is ending. It's my first moments as a single lady. How are you feeling? You're emerging. It's like a debutante ball. <laughs> I know why you're getting frocked up for your, our girls' lunch. Because, you know, you're going to read the room, check out the room. Yeah, on the market. Oh my um, well, as per my previous email, I'm exhausted. So. It's called concealer. <laughs> That's how I feel about coming out. I'm just excited to see my um, fucking girlfriends. It's the thing I've missed the most. Yes, I've missed my Botox. Yes, I've missed having my nails done. Yes, I've missed my hair looking half decent. But the thing I have missed the most through lockdown, as every other lockdown and every other time in this past two years, is my girlfriends. Girlfriends are life. I'm so sorry that I couldn't fill that void. I mean, you did, honey, but there's nothing like all of us together. <laughs> Look, I get it. I've missed them too. I wonder if we're going to be awkward. No! Like we can't remember how to socialize. Be awkward. Do you know the only thing that might be no, weird? I feel like I'm going to hit overwhelm. Maybe. And do you know what the thing that might be weird is like we're all tired because we've all had kids at home and stuff, but also no one's got stories. <laughs> like we haven't done anything. I know. So I like, how have you been? You know, I've been inside. <laughs> Bit of that. I've been working full time and homeschooling. Woo! Like, it's nothing to talk about. So we're going to have to get giggly and come up with something. Well, my favorite conversation with people at the moment is actually projecting to the future. Plans. And asking, what are your plans for Christmas? Yeah. What's your next vacay destiny? <laughs> destiny? What's your, what's your vacay destiny? <laughs> I like, I like it. it. I'm a coin. I like it. <laughs> Other exciting news in my family, though, is my mum can go to my brother's wedding. So wonderful. Seriously, my mum has been a mess over the thought of missing my brother's wedding. Yeah. For our DLs, little context, my brother is marrying a lovely American gal. They had moved their wedding three times for obvious reasons. And they're actually moving to Australia in December, which I am fizzing over. I can't wait to have my brother and his fiance slash soon-to-be wife back on our Yay. They initially planned to move the wedding to Australia, but unfortunately they had like $30,000 of deposits for the wedding that they couldn't get back, which I understand. Like vendors are like, we can work towards a new date, but we can't just give you all your money back, otherwise their businesses don't stay afloat. Long story short, they've decided to keep the wedding in November and my mum was gutted because, as we know, the last four months we've been in lockdown and there was actually, quite frankly, no real end in sight for international travel. And then all of a sudden... Out of nowhere. It's all lifted. Bolt out of hell. Out of nowhere. I know. Mum booked the next flight. Like, she's so pumped and... It just makes my heart so happy. I'm obviously really sad that we can't make it over. Unfortunately, I moved the bulk of my all of my intense work, the Photography 101 course, to November, assuming that international travel wasn't going to be a thing. And unfortunately, work is conflicting. And not only that, we've booked a little family getaway to Avoca for a weekend, and that also falls on my brother's wedding. So the stars have not aligned for us, but I'm very happy for my mum because when she was – At her saddest, one of the things she said to me, which really drove it home, was she said, can you imagine missing Iggy's No. And I was like, no. Like, if Iggy were ever to get married one day to whomever, I would definitely want to be there for that moment. And mum's like, well, that's what I'm missing. Yeah. Missing my son's wedding. And I was like, oh, that's shit. Anyway, happy days. She's going to be over in the oh, US. Oh, I'm so glad. I just hope she doesn't get COVID. Oh, shit. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, it's rife over oh, there. Great. 
Okay. <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> I have a couple of updates as well. One, Hit me. I have a parenting fuck up and a parenting absolute slay. Ooh, love this. Which one do you want first? Hit me with the fuck up okay. and then we'll slay, baby. So Isla lost a tooth on her birthday. Fun. So cute. Special. As previously mentioned, I had her best friend over for a sleepover. We'd done like, you know, we'd filled the day in ISO in lockdown for her seventh birthday. So I'd, we were at home. It was like eight o'clock when she lost her tooth. It was actually on a microphone that her best friend had given her. She like whacked her mouth with the microphone because they were doing oh, no karaoke and it like, it was wobbly anyway, but it, it came out and I was like, Oh my God, you lost your tooth on your birthday. That's so fun. Cause she actually, fun fact, lost her first tooth on her birthday last year, which was really cute. Oh, how poetic and well bookend. Yeah. It's very anatomically poetic. So anyway, I was like, great. The t- and she's like, the tooth fairy's going to come tonight. And I was like, motherfucker, I don't have any cash. Oh, God, this is the problem, oh, isn't it? Just like you need to have 20 Polly Pockets in the cupboard, you need a jar of fucking gold coins. And I don't. And especially because she hasn't been to school, so I haven't had canteen money or anything. Like, when are you using cash? And especially coins these days. So I had nothing. And I had them here for the sleepover. And it's just me here as the only parent. So I couldn't run out and get anything. So all I had in my wallet, I went through every pocket, every bag, like just looking for some kind of change, nothing. And all I had was a $10 note. Oh, God, inflation. So what, so what did I do? And it wasn't even a special tooth. It wasn't like a big front tooth because sometimes you give them a, oh, like a fiver for one of those or whatever. So You couldn't run down the shops and break a tenner? I, well, I was here by my – the girls were here by themselves. Like, you know, I'm single here, so I couldn't leave oh, them shit. in the apartment. And also I couldn't be like – be right back. Just going to get some money from the ATM from the tooth fairy. So anyway, all I had was a tenner. So I had made this tiny little card from the tooth fairy saying, Dear Isla, congrats on losing a tooth. And because it's your birthday, you get an extra special payment. And I tried. To- oh, my God. You have set yourself up. I know. For future failure. I know. Like you- You've screwed yourself. She can't get a tenner every time she loses a tooth. She's got like 20 to go. More. I don't know. How many teeth do we have? I don't know. A lot. lot. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to give her like 200 bucks just for doing what every basic bitch does and lose teeth for the next year or two. (laughs) So anyway, so I fucked, that's how I fucked up this week. However, do you want to hear my absolute parenting win? Wait, but before we move on to your win, here's a curious thought. Yes. If she were to lose her next tooth on her dad's watch. Yes. Will you have to brief him? Is she going to be bitterly disappointed or will she remember the narrative that the only reason why she got a tenner was because it was her birthday? Oh, well, I think we'll just have to say, no, you only get a tenner because it was your birthday. It was like a special one-off thing. That's why I made the little card to make it official and try and not set a precedent for future teeth (laughs) because there's not only her teeth, there's Teddy's teeth. And if she's getting fucking blue tongues, he's going to expect blue tongues. So anyway. We're good. I think. Well done. I think I saved myself from that. Um, but yeah, no, it's normally a gold coin unless it's a, like one of your tooth front teeth and they're both gone now. So that was the five. Who made that rule? Well, it's a unless bit more special. Your tooth front teeth. Like what is that? Rule? They're a bit more special. They're a bit bigger. They hurt a bit more. I don't know. No, your molars are bigger than your front teeth. Yeah, but by the, they're fatter. They've got more girth. Yeah. <laughs> well, by molar stage, I hope we're not still believing in the tooth fairy. Brutal. Brutal. But P.S. Didn't we all keep believing when even when we didn't? Just to make bank. Yeah, I remember when I uncovered Santa and I was like, 
Don't give it away. The magic can't end. It's like when 14-year-old boys turn up on Halloween and they ring your doorbell they're like, trick or treat. And you're like, yeah, here's your fucking Mars bar douchebags. (laughs) (laughs) Just trying to go around getting free candy. Not on. Not on. So, but let me tell you about my parenting. Yeah, hit me with your sleigh, baby. Okay, so what's the most annoying part of parenting children under 10? (laughs) Come on. That is a the million-dollar question. I'll tell you what it is. Um, so many things. No, I'll tell you exactly what it is. Not being able to walk in a straight line to a destination without stopping, turning around, walking backwards, pottering, saying, I'm tired, stopping at a bubbler, just not being able to go from A to B in a direct line. That's the most annoying thing about parenting children under 10. Yes? Yes, yes? I think you've absolutely nailed it, and I couldn't agree more. So... Because I'm a genius, I've invented yep. a game for my children. Oh my god, game Nazis' ears have pricked. I have gamified walking in a straight line from A to B, and it's worked. Talk it up. Okay, so. The people need to know. You're gonna be so proud of me because this is such a game Nazi move, but on Monday, my children each have 100 points. So they start the week with 100 points. If they stop mid-walk, if they turn around, if they walk backwards, if they run into someone else or each other, if they stop and say, I'm tired, I don't want to walk, or divert from the path in any way, they lose 10 <laughs> points. Can I just interject for a second? Are you fucking climbing Everest? No, but we don't have a car. Where the fuck are you guys walking? Oh, you don't have we a don't car. We don't have a car. So we walk to daycare every okay. single day. We walk to friends' houses. We walk to the beach. We walk to the park. It's great. Okay. I needed that preface. It's a lovely to lifestyle. To know where we're at. Yeah. It's a lovely lifestyle, but we don't own a car. So we walk a lot of places. This could apply to anyone, even with a car, because often you're out for family fun time. You're walking through the shopping center or on a bushwalk or to the beach or whatever. This is very relevant and very timely for coming out of lockdown. Exactly. So listen up, parents. So every time they stop, divert, whinge, run into someone, whatever, just stop walking, they lose 10 points. They can gain those points back. You know, it's like a good little bribery thing, so it's not like over on Monday at 9am, they can earn them back by like going faster or getting somewhere quicker or, you know, doing something good that would help me. But if they don't have a hundred points on Sunday afternoon, they don't get to choose something from the treat box. So they have to spend the whole week trying to maintain their points level at 100 or they don't get a treat. And it's exclusive for walking. It's just for walking. I don't make it a general thing. So it's not like if your brother hits... No, 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 no. That's just... So it's not like if Teddy hits his sister, he loses... So it's specific for getting from A to B. So when we are leaving the... This is clever. Thank you. Thank you. When we are leaving the apartment at... Eight in the morning, and I've got two backpacks on, and we walk for 25 minutes to daycare. They don't stop anymore. They don't stop on the stairs, going down the apartment stairs. They always used to just sort of stop, and everyone's like bang, 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 like a three car pile up behind whoever stopped first. Yep. You know, it's just like exactly. And it's so funny. Like one of them will sort of pause or turn around or something. I was like, "You're not about to lose 10 points, I hope." And they're like, "Nope," and they just start charging on board. Okay, have either of them lost any points and has there been any epic meltdowns oh, yeah. because of Oh, yeah. This? Do you know what? I've worked out. I think my kids have their dad's, like, super competitive sports personality, which I don't really have, but they do. So it's very useful to me. This Sunday night, they didn't get anything from the treat box because they were both on minus. So Isla was on 80 points and Teddy was on 65. There was a little half incident. I won't go into it. It's quite boring. I was going to say, what was the half incident? <laughs> Basically, they weren't at 100, so I was like, no, no can do. And they see the box, and they know there's little toys in there from the fucking junk shop, which they just froth over. And I'm like, no, nope, not today, juniors. Not today. So you today. with follow-through. Yeah, and they're like, 
so psyched to try again next week. So basically, Good. basically, I'm a parenting genius. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. This is the biggest life hack of ever. Great TED Talk, Revs. Thank you. Thank you. When my kids hit that age, I am utilizing this game for shizzle. Although I will say, like, maths is not your strong suit. So I'm impressed that you're able to remember. Multiples of 10 under 100. Even I can handle that. I just feel like the period from, I don't know when, let's say 10. I don't have a 10-year-old, so I don't know. But let's just use that as a yardstick because my 10-year-old niece seems to be able to walk from A to B. But I feel like the period from pram, like when they get, when they're too big for the pram, but they're not 10. It's just this frustrating phase where they just won't walk. Well, I look forward to entering this stage. Mm. Are you still in a pram? Is Iggy still in a pram? Iggy's 100% still in a pram. Raph is always on a bike. Yeah. Wherever we go. <laughs> and she's really speedy on it. So it, it, so far it works. Yeah. But every now and then on the journey home, she's like, I don't want to ride my bike. Yeah. And then my husband has to lug her onto his shoulders and carry the bike, which isn't the best. Yeah. And she's getting tall. She's getting big. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ted got vaccinated not for COVID, for his vaccination um, recently, and they weighed him, and he weighs 19 kilos, and I laughed. I laughed out loud. It was just so cute. I was like, who weighs 19 kilos? What a big joke. I can't remember the last time I've stepped on any scales. Well, I don't believe in the scales for adults, for myself, sorry, I should say. I don't believe in the scales. I haven't been on a set of scales in more, like, eight years. Actually, my obstetrician made me jump on scales. Yes, so so did mine. My pregnancy. So did mine, but I would I briefed her and said, You can look, but I don't want to know. Don't say it out loud. Only tell me if there's something wrong. But um I don't want to know. Well I didn't want to know, but she told me. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, it was El Depresso. I kind of regret that whole period of jumping on the scales at every OB appointment. Would do it differently next time, yeah. we'll admit. Why do they need it? Is it just in case you're like, I don't know, rapidly doubling your body weight? <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I remember when she was like, hmm, you know that tone? That hmm, interesting. Tone. I think she just wanted to check that I wasn't going down the path of, I don't know, preeclampsia. Yeah. Because I had so much swelling. Yeah. And that was a big cause of the scales going up and up and up. Of course. I still didn't need to know. There's a lot of things I didn't know. Can I just say one thing that I think all obstetricians need to adopt? Because I'm sure we have a lot to tune into the podcast. (laughs) Because OBs have so much time. They're like, I deal with whingy mums every day. So why would I opt in to more whingy mum content? (laughs) Well... OBs of the podcast listening world. (laughs) Do mums a favor. Do not tell us we're going to go early. Oh, yeah. So this was the biggest mistake. Oh, my God. Make this what you don't have time for. Make this what you don't have time for. Say it. Say it. Revs, you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for, bestie? OBs (laughs) fucking pregnant women's expectations about when the fuck they're going to give birth. Yes. I just, I need to preface this by saying I love my OB, had a really good experience with her, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she yeah, she's fantastic. amazing. Everyone's favorite, blah, blah, blah. But her one fatal flaw <laughs> was when I hit 37 weeks, she said, mm, you're tracking to deliver early. Uh, head down, engaged, engaged. She's ready to head come. Down, carrying low. Could be any day now. <laughs> yes. It is the kiss of death. It is. It is. I'm telling you, because for someone who hated pregnancy as much as I did, that was music to my fucking ears. Hearing that I was going to go early, I was like, yes, I would love a 38-week term delivery. I'm fine with that. Bring it on. I cannot bear this pregnancy much longer. Cut to, oh, you've hit your due date. 
Fuck that. Cut to, oh, it's the day after your due date. You know, cut to, let's do a stretch and sweep. Cut to me getting fucking acupuncture, eating all the spicy curries, drinking all the fucking rose water tea or whatever. Oh, raspberry leaf or something? Whatever. Raspberry, whatever bullshit tea. When when does anyone ever buy raspberry leaf tea outside of the week they're due to give birth? (laughs) Like, no one's like, oh, hey, do you want a cup of tea? Oh, I'd love one. What would you like? Chamomile, peppermint, raspberry leaf? Yes, I'd love a raspberry leaf. I really it's need my favourite. It's not a thing you've ever I heard I stand of. by this. I stand by this and it's not a popular opinion, but I think all of those no, no. remedies, yeah, yeah. in inverted commas, are BS. Yeah. And I've said this before on the potty, but I laugh really hard when someone goes like 10 days over their due date and is like, I got acupuncture, went into labor the next day. I'm like, how overdue were you? 10 days. No, honey. That baby was just going. It's, it's called a fucking coincidence because so many people told me to get acupuncture because it worked for them. It did not work for me. Therefore it doesn't work. (laughs) The sample of one says does not work. I made my husband have sex with me when I was full term with Isla and Yep, we tried that. And too. I went into labor and I was like, that's it. It's, it's true. It's the sex. So I tried that with. Yeah. And Revs, you told me that. <laughs> you said you need to have sex, Gem. Sperm on the cervix softens it, makes it dilate. And guess what? Didn't fucking work. And do you know how torturous that session oh, was for I me? I know. It's torturous for everyone. It's like no one at that point wants to do any of that. <laughs> Even my husband. Oh, no. He's like, oh, okay, this like, giant fluid mountain. This looks, this is every, everything's swollen. So it should be great. should be great. And also his weird concerns of like, am I going to hit it in the head? It's like, it's mate, like, how big do you think you how are? How big do you think Calm down. And do you know what it's about to go through? I think a little soft penis head on the, on the noggin wouldn't hurt anyone. <laughs> I know, but I tried it with Teddy and it didn't work. So I was like, well, fuck that. You mean I didn't have to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I know. Isla came on her due date, which is so her personality. And I'll always be thankful to her for that because I literally was not waiting. I love it. I love that Isla was part of the 5% that arrived on her due date. In the same way that her first tooth came out on her birthday a year ago and she's lost another fucking tooth on her birthday. I mean, she's just punctual Isla. And she was born on the 10th of the 10th. 10 out of 10. Girl is perfect. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. It's just perfect for her. I'm funny about numbers, actually. One of those people who sees patterns in numbers, blah, blah, blah. I know lots of people do. And some people straight up don't. But I love a sequence of numbers. I like even numbers together, odd numbers, whatever. I look at the shapes of way numbers are Uh written. I feel like my kids have pretty gangster birthdays. So Ruffers is 18th of the 4th, 18th. Yep, nice, nice. And you know how half of eight is Yeah, four, love it. So 18th of the 4th, yeah, there's pattern there. Iggy is 10, 01, 20. Yeah, good, nice. Yeah. It's it's nice. Yeah. It's whole. It's complete. It makes sense. It's rounded. It's neat. Yeah. It's neat. I know. I really struggle with Ted's birthday because he's the second of May, twenty seventeen. So he's two five seventeen. Two five. It's yeah, not. There's nothing pattern. to it. It's rogue. There's nothing to it. It's rogue. And he was due yeah. on the twenty eighth of April, and I really loved the sound of that. I was like, ooh, twenty eighth of the fourth. 
Well, you know, two eight four. four. Yeah, two eight four. They're all yeah. even. Lovely. They're all divisible. Yeah, and one less than eight is seven. Yeah. Seventeen. Um, so I was like, oh, two eight twenty eight four seventeen. Lovely. And he was, he was fucking late, so you know. Way to ruin it. Way Teddy. to ruin everything, Teddy. And when um <laughs> and when people ask me his birthday, I'm like, um, it's the fifth of fifth of May, second of May, second of May, twenty fourteen. No, twenty seventeen. I just like it doesn't come to me easily. 2nd of May doesn't feel like a real birthday. Anyway, it is. It's his birthday. Yours is so Mine's good. Mine's so good. The Ides of July. The Ides of July. It's the bang in the middle of the year. So easy to remember. 15th of July, baby. Yours is an awkward one. Yours is like 19th of awkward. December, like 19, 10, 12, 85. 80. Nah. Yeah, it's just, nah. 19 nah, is awkward. Nothing. 19's not a thing. 19 is it's awkward. It's not an age. Do you know what 19 is stage. to me? 19 to me is do re mi fa sol la ti. Yeah, <laughs> it's not quite Tony. It's such a music nerd joke. <laughs> it's not a complete feeling. It's like the one before. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Do you remember turning Eight. nineteen? It was the biggest nothing of a birthday. Such a nothing. Such a letdown. Such a letdown. After turning eighteen. Yes. But I will say, I'm grateful to be born on the nineteenth because my due date was Christmas. Was the twenty fifth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my mum, I love you. Thank you for getting induced to get me out six days early. Yes. Would have preferred the 20th? <laughs> nah, would I? I don't think so, actually. Your back. poor mum can't do anything, right? <laughs> would have preferred the 20th. <laughs> Love you, mama. Just very glad I'm not born on Christmas Day. Yeah, that would suck. I know a few people who've got kids born on Christmas Day and it sounds like a pain. I just don't even know how you navigate Look, uh, uh, the celebration. I would of just it. change it. I just changed their birthday. So Lauren Dubois yeah. on Instagram does okay. this. So her daughter is born, very, I believe it's her daughter, is born very close to Christmas. And she said, considering the age that her daughter is, I, I think she's like four or something, and has for the last few years. I don't know how long she can keep this up for, but she's always celebrated it like a week or two yeah. earlier. Yeah. And they've treated that as if that's her yeah, birthday. Yeah. I straight up think I would just change the date. I'd be like, oh, you were born on the 25th of December. No, you were born on the 20th of December and just move it. Just move it. <laughs> you can't do Why that. Why can't you? It's just a number. It's a concept. It's not real. Like what? There's five days in it. There's no real age problem there. I would just change it. You can't legally change a birth date like you can change a name. I bet there's a way. Like, what are people who... No, there isn't! What do people do who are born in a leap year? What happens to them? When does their birthday go? If they're born on the 29th of February. They are the only exception. And so where does their birthday go? The 28th or the 1st? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, what would you pick? 1st of March. It's got a nice ring to it. It's like, I sometimes think there's just mythology around this. Like, obviously people get born on the 29th of February because people are born every day. But, like, you know, you you hear about people who are born Born in international airspace, and therefore they're a citizen of the world. Is that is that real? I don't know, but I'm here for yeah. it. First of all, what are you doing on a plane giving birth? But you know, like obviously it can happen. I've got a girlfriend who flew from LA to Australia full term and lied because technically you're not supposed to board a plane when you're full term, yeah. but she really needed to get back home. She was like, I want to have this baby in Australia, so she straight up just said, oh, I'm 22 weeks. And jumped on a plane, fully aware that she could go into labour at any oh point my God. on that 14-hour flight home. Oh, my God. And did she? No. Thank God. Gem, what are we going to call this episode? Because we haven't actually discussed anything at all, really. This has just been a rollicking catch-up with your besties. It's true. We we did zero planning <laughs> for this app. And I confess, at the head of this, before we hit the record button, 
we both agreed that we had no idea what we were going to talk about, but let's just hit record and see where the convo goes. And I feel like we've covered some ground. I hope so. I hope so. It was that or not have a nap this week, you guys. I do have one more bone to pick with oh you. Oh, God. Here we go. Well, it's another throwback to last week's episode and this whole idea that we should get rid of gender reveal parts. Oh, here we go. I percolated on this episode chat. Okay. Here's my thought. Is it so terrible to do a gender reveal? I listened to that episode back and I got a bit defensive. Yeah. Because I thought, yes, as you said, you're celebrating the genitalia of your child. Because we don't know who they are when they grow up, who they're going to become. So why are we prescribing and celebrating? It's pink for a girl. Like I get all that. It's a vagina. (laughs) Yes. But is it so awful? Like I think back to both of my gender reveals and yes, I did the cliched balloon pop. Okay. When I did it with Rafa, it was very new. It wasn't the done thing. Yeah. I was probably you were a real trailblazer. In our group of friends, yeah. such a trailblazer. <laughs> and now I realize it's a bit like been there, done that, old news, come up with a new gender reveal. Get it? Okay. No, no, not come up with fun. a new gender reveal. Just don't have one. Like no, no revs. No. I'm sorry, it my darling. Fun. I know you're being. De- yes, it's fun. I know you're being defensive. It, it's. I'm sure it's fun. I'm sure that you know doing lines of coke off a stripper's 80s boob job was fun for some guys in in, in the 80s. But that's not cool anymore. I just think it's out of I'm date. Sorry, but that is not a worthwhile analogy comparison. It sure is. Some things just no. It some isn't. things just become like old-fashioned and out of touch and I'm afraid a gender reveal party or balloon I mean look I always say yours is cool because you kind of just do it chill with just family or whatever it's the parties and the YouTubes and the it's 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 out of date because it's like it's a willy you know it's not it's a boy but I love any excuse to celebrate anything. I agree. And, and I, I think well, it's I'm, fine I'm so to do a gender reveal if you don't have a gender preference. I think it's totally fine. You're missing my point completely, but it's fine. I'll, I'll let I you am. have your gender reveal. <laughs> I won't retroactively shame you for your gender reveals. Look, remember how you said you felt defensive about wearing a veil? Yes. I, I just wouldn't take back our gender reveals because they were fun. Family loved it. Yeah. It was a mutual celebration of, oh, it's a, yes, penis or vagina, whatever, however you want to frame it, all of that. But it was joyous. That's lovely for you. Because the alternative for me is just finding out on a piece of paper, which feels underwhelming. And I pled my case that I was someone who needed to humanize my child by knowing what it's assigned genitalia one. I'm not talking okay. about people's personal experience with finding out the gender of their kid. I found out the gender of both my kids uh, before birth. You know, I'm, I'm actually all for, I, get, I totally get it. It's not that. It's the weird ritualizing of saying we know the gender ahead of time in a celebratory public way that is, I believe, now out of date. Well, you're just a party <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like Rafa right now and I just want to have a little tantrum about it because I liked my gender reveal party. Okay. But share okay. your personal gender reveal moment, which yes was joyous and lovely and all the things. Shelve it and look at it from a philosophy and do you still think that a gender reveal party is not gauche? I think it's harmless. I don't I don't think it's harmless. 
because I think it tells our children and the next generation and society we're in that gender is prescribed by genitalia. And we know now that it's not. So it's not harmless. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> we can't rehash a whole nother We can't get this. back into it. I'm just saying it's not about the individuals. Right. It's about us as a society of how we do Stop these things. Stop talking. All right, I thought fuck. we said we weren't going to rehash All right. <laughs> We're done. We're done. Hit me with your nuts, spot. So here we go, guys. I said, oh, she's still going. hit me with your nuts, spot. <laughs> My not sponsored this week is not a product, but just like a way to do something. Is that okay? Funsies. Here for it. As we all know, I love a margarita, but... What? Do you <laughs> like a margarita? I love a Wait, margarita. Wait, this is fucking news to me. All right, all right. Step it down, sarcastic Sally. <laughs> I'm annoyed at you about this. <laughs> she can't let it go, guys. I can't let it go. Um, I love a margarita. What I don't love is buying 32 limes and juicing them on my kitchen bench because I want two margaritas, you know? It's annoying. Oh, have you got a hat? Yeah, I don't like a margarita mix either because they're too sugary. They're not the right balance for me because I like a really dry margarita with no sugar. So I have found this thing at Harris Farm. It's pure lime juice. It comes in like a pouch, like a kid's yogurt would, but bigger. You know, those kind of like squishy. Oh my God, Rafa would froth. She would straight up own that like a yogurt pouch. Yeah, well, they're huge though. Almost like some stock comes in it, like beef stock or chicken stock. It's like a a giant yogurt pouch full of fresh lime juice. And it keeps for about three or four weeks if you keep it sealed. So you can buy it ahead of time. I now just have one in the pantry because... What I do is fill a glass with ice, pour in my tequila, and then all I add is a dried lime slice, a previous not sponsored, and a slurp of this fresh lime juice and give it a stir. And it's practically a margarita. Yes, it's not shaken. It's not fresh limes that you've juiced. There's no Cointreau, any of that stuff, triple sec. But it's like a quick at-home version of a margi, and it really slaps. So you're welcome. How good. Yeah. My lime-loving daughter would love that just as a bevy. Yeah, she would. Straight up lime juice. She would. What's yours? Hit me. I'm going to do a swimwear. Oh, great. Because we're coming into summer and we talked about hot girl summer, Baku. Oh, oh yeah. I've had one of those before. I freaking love Baku swimming costumes. All right. Hear me out though, okay? Because <laughs> I was arguing trend. with you. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> like, I'm with you. I'm here. Uh, add to cart. <laughs> Baku by no means are trendsetters, okay? I want to say that. But the reason why I keep going back to Baku Cozies is because they're like Spanx. Cool. They hold you in, in all the right places. They suck, you know, like Lululemon leggings? Yes. You know when you put those bad boys on, yeah. you're like, Ooh, oh, I look good. I'm toned. I didn't do anything for it. Yes. Hey, I'm toned. <laughs> it's some sorcery shit. Yeah. Okay. Baku is the same. It's like Kim's Skims, but swimwear. Okay. I feel so held. I feel like it smooths out all the bits that I don't like. Yes, I know. We talked about embracing yeah, yeah, the jelly yeah, yeah. bits. Fine. fine. Plenty of jelly bits. Yeah. But their one pieces are divine. Okay. And they're super comfy. And not only that, really high quality. So I've bought other swimwear in the past that I find... Um, like the stitching comes undone or the fabric discolors yeah. in swimming pools. The bum fabric erodes, yep. erodes. <laughs> gets fluffy, gets fluffy. Yeah, it just gets all um, pilling. Yeah, yeah. And I find that my Baku Cozy stands the test of time. There's some really classical shapes. As I said, they're not like out there to set a trend. They're there to be your trusty, classic, go-to, dependable, reliable, good for the physique. 
brand and I'm here for it. Love that. B-A-K-U. Do you have a favourite? Go get yourself a Baku Cosy. Style? Look, I don't know when I'll ever get back into a two-piece. Yeah. But I'm loving their one-pieces. It's They've got that ribbed material. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's so thick and it's such good quality. They have lots of great one-piece styles. Cool. Just go check them out. Cool. All right. Will do. I love you, babe. I can't wait to see you IRL this weekend. Did you just oh, fart? me too. No. What was that That's noise? Oh, babe, you got to eat something. <laughs> no, it's the coffee. Oh, okay. I'm telling you, my body does not. It, it's a real process for you, honey. It's a real <laughs> fight. You need that kick. You can't stand the shit. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Girl, you're a poet and you know it. I love you. I'll be seeing you, you this weekend, IRL. We're going to get yep. lit. Well, you're going to drive us probably. But you can't wait. Yeah, you guys have an inbuilt designated driver, and you know it. Yeah, and we love it. And you're going to use and abuse me. Absolutely. And I'm fine for it. Love you. Thanks, everyone. All right, Chicky. Um, let's cue the outro, shall we? Are we out of sync? Because we're on yeah, FaceTime. It's awkward. One yeah, of these days. One of these oh, days we'll have an outro <laughs> to our podcast. Nice. Love ya. Safe.